I'm David Enders, and this is The Take's news update. We are coming to you on Sundays with weekly roundups as Israel's war on Gaza continues. Today is Sunday, February 4th. Israel targeted all areas of Gaza as some people refused further evacuation orders. Palestinians are hoping a ceasefire could be reached soon. And as schools become graveyards, Gaza's educational infrastructure is being decimated. More than 27,000 Palestinians have now been killed in Israel's bombardment of Gaza. Israel has issued multiple evacuation orders during the last three months, often sending the displaced to areas that are also being bombed. On Thursday, Al Jazeera's Mohammed Shaheen filed a report from Sheikh Radwan, a neighborhood in Gaza City where Israel continues to battle Hamas fighters after withdrawing some of its troops last month. Over the past few hours, Israel's warplanes have intensified airstrikes on this already destroyed area. It was targeted with missiles from jet fighters, as well as artillery shells, even though Israeli tanks and their ground troops had pulled out days ago. The Israelis warned residents to evacuate to the center of the Strip, but very few residents heeded. We have held our ground since the beginning of the war. We have no other place to go. We will continue to remain home, standing our ground steadfast. As you can see for yourself, it's really dire. But we only complain to God. He knows what's become of us. In the central Gaza town of Dar al-Bala on Saturday, Freelance correspondent Abu Bakr Abed said there was little to be found if people did choose to flee the north. Dar al-Bala has getting increasingly overcrowded. Unfortunately, aid hasn't been reaching the area very regularly, so you can see that people are still suffering, people are still sleeping in the street. Also, it has been a, a, very, a very rainy day, a very freezing day where people have been sleeping in the streets, where people have been sleeping in tents and unprotected shelters. So, yeah, it's just been a, it's just been a, a dilemma. Reports this week that Hamas and the Israeli government were engaged in ceasefire negotiations raised hopes in Gaza for a respite from constant terror. People are hopeful, they are eager as they are growing, tired, exhausted. That's Al Jazeera's Hani Mahmoud in the city of Rafah in southern Gaza on Thursday. They want an end to their displacement. They don't want it to be permanent. They want to be able to go back to their homes in the northern part of Gaza City as they have been displaced for four months right now. And it's, it's about time they said they are lacking any sense of security and safety as they are squeezed in the overcrowded part of the Gaza Strip in, in Rafah City. Israeli forces have been accused of systematically targeting and destroying educational infrastructure in Gaza, including the demolition of university campuses. Schools in the Gaza Strip are not only schools, they're shelters and graveyards. On Thursday, Al Jazeera correspondent Hind Khodri visited one of them in Nusayrat refugee camp in central Gaza. This school became flattened to the ground. Nothing's left. We see some chairs, some desks, some books, but this is the only thing we see left. Schools have become shelters for the displaced, but have been targeted nonetheless. This week, a mass grave was discovered on the grounds of a school in Gaza City, an apparent mass execution by Israeli soldiers. 
On Tuesday in the city of Jenin, in the occupied West Bank, Israeli forces dressed as medical staff and civilians killed three Palestinians in a hospital. Al Jazeera's Charles Stratford spoke to witnesses. The video footage is, is harrowing. We see members of, of this group, one actually carrying a wheelchair, another carrying what seems to be, supposed to be uh, even a baby in some sort of cot. Um, carrying their rifles, pointing at members of staff as they come through the hospital corridors, hunting for these members of the armed resistance. And that's The Take for Sunday, February 4th. Please join us again tomorrow. This episode was produced and mixed by me, David Enders, in for Malika Bilal. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.